0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast, brought to you by Top Gallant Radio, where the conversation is always on violence. Sex. Ryan?
1: Sorry. Um, if you guys want I, I didn't know-
0: Handcuffs! It's about sex games!
2: It's about use of pills! It's about- rape fantasies
0: it's about deformities it's about seeing things that aren't necessarily there it's about degloving. gloving that's Ow. that's a term i learned
2: it's about dehydration and fighting to survive and also blocking out really dark memories
0: mm-hmm. yeah. we all have them i'm one of your co-hosts my name is gabriel mara podcaster writer Modern dancer, that's bartender, right. sometimes that's right. that's frequent right. masturbator. Yeah, Thank go. you, guest in the show. And with me, as always, is co host Ryan Snyder. Hi, Ryan. Hello, Gabriel. How Hello. are you, Ryan? Yeah. Hi,
1: good. Yeah, Hi. Another day in paradise.
0: How's things?
1: Th- things are good. I'm tired all the time, so.
0: Yeah, um, Ryan, you have a very dapper new haircut. I do. It's
1: the first time in like almost two years that I have hair short. Yeah, this short. It
0: is the shortest I've ever seen your head. Yeah. Right. Like very strange. Tell us the story about what the barber said to you.
1: No, it wasn't a barber. Was barber. It was a. It was a uh, clerk at the uh, video store. And he didn't know the <laughs>
0: name Jackie
2: Earl Haley.
1: Yeah, apparently, but I, mean, I, I looked like it. Jackie Earl Haley, which was
2: apparently I'm sure. Sure. First um, off, uh, barber, uh, video store clerk. What's the difference? Yeah. That's that's my question. Skill same set. thing. Skill same set. thing. Jackie Earl Haley, and for people out there who don't know what Ryan looks like, Ryan does not
0: look like Jackie Earl Haley. No. no. Ryan looks like a well a well bred handsome young white fella. Jackie Earl Haley looks like skin on a scarecrow.
1: Yeah. I th- yeah.
2: I think it's because you you'd kind of have like smaller eyes that are kind of piercing. Like that's the
0: only thing of you I can see, of Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm piercing like literally eyes. looking yeah. at you trying to think like what the mm-hmm. fuck is he saying? I think maybe if you didn't eat for like 2 weeks Maybe. And yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty children. skinny, but like, yeah, no, not, but no, no inaccurate and with us once again uh sex and violence superstar most frequent guest public enemy number one the famous clown prince of top gal radio <laughs> <Clown> <laughs> prince. fucking monster it's
2: me daniel gonzalez the batman of the group <laughs> ew boo hey first up, that was a callback to that's on my list um i want to point that was out our that first movie club podcast when when i did that show Two people said that to me about the group. One of them was poor old Devin. Yes. Um, Second, the other person... Was Gabriel? <laughs>
0: oh no! Yeah. I, didn't I said that. Well, both of you said that. Like, well, I'm just gonna show up every now and then, like, like Batman or
2: yeah. whatever. My
0: my Batman was a re- reference to attendance in the sense that I'm not always here, but when you need me, I'll show up. You both had the same style, but however, I do want to say Devin leaned heavier into. That. No, Devin, Devin actually was... meant it in the sense that he's like Batman. I'm Batman. Like, I'm not. I show up sometimes. Uh, Ryan, for and the listeners who don't know who Devin is, he basically is someone
2: who grew up. Wanting to be Batman even as an adult, oh. and uh, basically he's only going to turn out to be Casey Jones,
0: which is still pretty, Casey badass, Jones is pretty badass. But I think at the same time, Devin also is. I think he can. He would get into a fist fight, but he also he's, he's the kind fight, yeah. of guy who thinks that doing a kickass is actually a good idea. Ignoring what happens to kickass in the comics, I think that yeah, Devin is a sweet guy, slightly misguided. Okay. Come back to the show, Devin. He has a lot of weapons. Anyway, the... <laughs> um, Daniel, introduce yourself to our listeners as if they don't know who you are.
2: Uh, I'm Daniel. Uh, I've been on the show nine or ten times before. Really? Jesus. No, uh, that's a way too much, but actually I don't think that's off. That's know. like 15% of the episodes. Yeah. Have me on more sh- episodes, shows. No.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. We're on it too much. Come on. We'll do Heart of the Wolf eventually. There's
2: no such thing as too much me. Right, Ryan? Sure.
0: <laughs> Shit! Yeah! Oh, uh, that balloon yeah. a little bit. Well, um, we, we're, I think we're going to find a, for our summer marathon, which we haven't named yet, we'll find one spare one that doesn't have a thing you can be on randomly.
1: How about the 86 list?
0: Oh, that's pretty good. What's 86? I like that. What's 86 list? Um, that's going to be our summer movie marathon all about um, restaurant industry movies. Oh, that's right. Um... You can't do Chef, it's taken. Yeah no that's right
2: yes uh, was that a, was that a, was that in the actual episode for SR because you guys were talking about this and I was like I want to be on the episode for shop I want to see it and he's like well Aaron's already at the show and I was like so that's a no yes it's a no
1: that, that one's it's... taken yeah
2: sorry dog whatever I, I'm All trying right. to think what other good movie what what do you, do you want to talk about other movies you do or is that kind of spoiling it
0: oh we 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 listed the list like last episode no a um, uh, episode before last and we'll do it again now at the end of the episode now that we have this. Uh, name for it. Mm-hmm. Those also... Do you have it on your phone? Because I'm using my phone.
1: The the actual list? Yes. No.
0: I'll check it on the break. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll pass it to you. Any whoozles. Gentlemen. Yes? We did a movie. We did do a movie. We did a movie. A moving picture. 24 a frames Netflix a second. A Netflix. A Netflix? Or, is this our first Netflix original movie? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I movies. find it kind of a shame that this movie does not have any theatrical release. I bet it'd be a great in a packed house. It would be it would be really fun in a couple.
2: no in a couple moments be really fun in, in a, in a, with an audience.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. But
0: uh But guessed what was the movie? The movie
2: was uh, does it come out this year? Wait, I have it open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Last year. Did I see Pixar? No, I'm seeing things. Um, 2017. 2017, Netflix original film, Gerald's Game, adapted from the novel Gerald's Game by old Stevie King. It was old. actually a
1: full-on novel? It's it? a full-on
2: novel. Okay. It's full-on book. Like, this was not... Um, it, like, for example, 1922, I think, came out like roughly at the same time, mm-hmm. which is based on a Stephen King novella. Novelette. Uh, novella, how dare you? Uh, but, like, um, but this was, this was a fucking book. This is a full like, like Stephen King novel. Yeah, it's it was, like, not one of his pages. most popular but it's definitely up there. Write,
1: when did this book come out?
2: 80-something. 80, 80 oh, okay. it, it came out like in like peak actually 92. I'm sorry. 92. Actually no. I, I keep thinking this is like an 80s. Uh, I thought so too. This might I, I keep forgetting exactly when he like kicked drugs but like because uh, watching this you're like oh this is clearly like I, he wrote about this for like four hundred pages. He was on fucking drugs at the time. That's what. That's how he did things. Yeah,
0: the whole split personality thing. Also, trailer.
1: This is gonna be good for us, Jess. Really good. That's a marriage, isn't it? Working on the difficult things.
0: For better or worse. Let's go in. Get comfy.
1: I bet you think your husband will be back any minute. Try to go for help. There's no one for miles. Um, Gerald? I'm sorry, baby, you don't get to know my name.
2: I don't like this. I'm serious, stop. I
1: don't like that, Thanks.
2: Stop it! <laughs> Are
1: you playing?
2: Is this really what it takes these days?
1: Oh, I know we was so wrong. We were happy once, weren't
2: we? We're... Gerald?
0: What? What's it's Gerald! It? Oh. Gerald! <laughs>
2: Wake up, honey.
1: Five hours you've wasted (laughs) screaming for neighbors that are half a mile away if they're even here yet.
0: yet.
1: How long do you think someone lives without water? (laughs) That will not work. You can pull to your wrists, break. You're not getting out of those cups.
0: Not real. Little
2: baby, don't say a word. Focus. You've been sleepwalking since you were 12 years old. That's a beautiful dress. Yeah. He put you in those handcuffs way before Gerald did.
1: You're on right now, right now? You all right, Mel?
2: You need everything you need to survive from the beginning. You just have to remember. Back off!
0: Okay. <laughs> if you don't wake up, you're gonna die. Great trailer. Great trailer. Great, great trailer. You can watch
1: the trailer and the movie on Netflix.
0: Yeah, unless if you're like Daniel with no Netflix account.
2: What? I mean, I don't
0: have one either. I just steal the professors. I steal, yeah, I steal someone else's. uh, I steal the professors as well. I'm kidding. I'm sorry,
2: 332 pages. And I I
0: think this is, this Daniel, how many minutes was this movie? Uh, It was like 107 or something like that. That is a tight
2: machine. Toy. Mm, toy I, I wouldn't say tight but we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. It was
0: tight until the end. Yeah. Um, Ryan, do you want to give our beautiful listeners the description sure. and a brief synopsis? Just the beautiful ones. Just the beautiful ones. Uh, hey, ugly listeners, I think you're beautiful on the inside. Close your ears. This isn't for you. I think you're, you're welcome here. Go ahead. This
1: them. tells the story of a couple in a somewhat troubled marriage trying to spice up their sex life. And then, yeah, like, so the dude handcuffed. Uh, uh, Jess to mm-hmm. the bed and then he promptly has a heart attack and dies on top of her and then the entire story is about her mental breakdown and attempts at escape.
0: And to Ryan feed. who plays Jess? Uh my, <laughs> my girl my yes. girl Carla Guguino. Yes, it's the this, second only to your wife. Is this also, uh,
2: how'd you say her name?
1: Gugino. Gugino?
2: I believe it's Gugino. Actually, G- I, Gugino?
1: You I did know. this to me last time, motherfucker. Daniel no, 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 you right said it differently. The Coppola, and I, I didn't, Coppola, <laughs> it doesn't matter.
2: Well, see. Do, you don't understand when so I say how, that? How, I assume I'm wrong. Uh, Carla. G- how do you, G- G-U-G-I-N-O. Spin City. G-U-G-I-N-O. Oh, Spin City. That's G- nice G- by G- name. G- that's fine. Mamma Mia, she's attractive. This is from J. Leno
0: Fly. Oh, these are just images of her appearing on shows. What the fuck is this? Oh, an hour and five minutes? Fuck yeah, just off. Just Google the okay. words how to pronounce Carl Gajardo. Hottie of the month. I don't think she's going to have her name this either. This is Joe Blow's Hottie of the Month.
2: They'll probably... If they have a narration, saying name. you
0: Nope. It's the beginning of a brand new month, everybody, and you know what that means.
2: A new celebrity must bear the crown as our Hottie of the Month. And I can't think of anyone more deserving for March than one of the
0: hottest and most underrated babes of them all, Carla Gugino. Gugino, Gugino, and yes, that was Joe Blow's movie hotties' round babe of the month, March
2: twenty eleven. March twenty eleven, the most underrated babe of them all, according to Joe Movie Hottie Joe Blow. Movie hotties, yeah. Whatever. Off Joe sure. Blow, yes. Joe Blow. Wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, stuff. Ryan, you're a huge fan of her. What are you a huge fan of her from?
1: Watchmen. Uh-huh. Uh, that's right. Yeah, she wasn't watching. It. Yeah, yeah,
2: she was still still Spectre one.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm a huge apologist for that movie Sarah Gabriel, but um yeah, I love it. And mm-hmm. she's one of my favorite parts of it.
0: I think you and I love that movie. I don't love that movie. I think you have a genuine love for it and I think that it is <laughs> a sufficient adaptation.
2: Are you still looking at <laughs> No, got... I'm looking at these titles like cuz I think she's like a fantastic she's like she's she's a great actress. I really like she's her. She's an actually great but actress. But like all these ones <laughs> Entourage uh, season 3 episode 15. Uh, Carla Cagino's Tits and Ass, the video is called. Yeah. Like, oh. And th- it's just nothing. Other- the more I go down, the more it's just like, what is this? Yeah, send that the Ryan. This one, oh, this is, like, this is probably a lot of fun. It's the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge with Carla Cagino and Mallory Ackerman, who played the younger Silver Spectre. Mm-hmm. And like the video looks like they're about to kiss, so I yes. was like, it's probably. Oh, no, I don't know. close go- this. I didn't mean to click on that.
0: Good. Yeah, I bet you didn't.
2: No, oh, I didn't. I clicked over here. Sure. I did. Are I clicked you- over here. Why are
0: you clicking at all? Because
2: it doesn't wear
0: Okay, there yeah, you okay. go. Yes, and so besides just Watchmen, which I think is perfect.
2: Son-in-law. Son-in-law is your famous
0: one. What's snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Oh Yeah, Snake Eyes. I love yeah. her Snake Eyes. She's very, very unbearably attractive in Snake Eyes. What's Son-in-law? That's it's a, a Pauly, Pauly Shore movie.
1: movie. From like early 90s. <laughs> you said that as if I
0: should know that. You should like, know you that. You should.
1: It's, a, it's one of the few like solid Thanksgiving uh, time like comedies.
0: Yeah. And, uh, in Pauly Shore's two or three film oeuvre that's worth watching. Biodome. No. Biodome. Biodome. Um uh, Encino Man. Casino Man? Man and Son-in-Law. Yeah. What was yeah. Also, what's the one of him in court? I don't
1: know. I remember the one uh, in the Army Now.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. there was
2: one of Tim and Tia Carrera. Like
1: Dixon, that one with him.
2: Mm. Let me see if I can find him using the Kevin Bacon game with Carla Gugino. You're going
0: to reverse engineer it? I'm okay. reverse engineer, anyway. engineer. Computer! Anyway, go on. Sorry. While you're doing uh, that, Ryan, so it's all about Carla Gugino. In her psychological breakdown and her yeah. imaginations and her flashings back to her um, sexual abuse. Uh, San Andreas. She's she also him. San Andreas. As Alexandra D'Addario's mother. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Uh, Maya, let's start with you. How did you feel about... Gerald's Game? Oh, did
1: you forget that?
0: I, I was at Carla just... Stevens. Game. Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. Um, it was... It
1: was Perfectly serviceable. It's not one of the greatest um, adaptations of King's work. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you like, a King guy or? Uh, I am more in like the movie adaptation realm than I am like the. You're book a guy realm. King. Yeah, like I, I've read some King stuff, but I'm not like a huge like. Oh my God, fucking Stephen King! Like I, I mm-hmm. generally like his works. I generally like the movies that have been adapted from his work some of his works I find a little harder to get into mm. um, the stand mm. was one that I just uh, it was a little yeah. tough to crack into and it's, I just stopped reading
2: oh the book don't I, I, you ever see the movie the
0: the mini-series movie? I started
1: watching it and that's what made me want to buy the book and then like two episodes into the miniseries I was like nah
0: yeah I could never get into that book
1: it, like and the miniseries is so like 90s mm-hmm. and not in, not in a good way
2: it, It's classic same thing with I would say it where it's 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 peak like early 90s. You know, home video like miniseries. Series. It has its especially. It has its moments, but like it's
0: not a good movie. Ever. Yeah. Movie over,
1: or overall, show? like the it miniseries isn't great. Mm-hmm. It's it's a nostalgia thing. I think for a lot of people, and it's one of the few nostalgia picks for me that still holds up from when I saw I think Tim
0: Curry is unfathomably great in it. Yeah. Um, hey, Georgie.
1: That's the draw for everyone.
0: Yeah, he I wa- is fantastic. Uh, sorry,
2: I watched the um, the movie. For I'm sorry, no. Are hey. you on
0: the Batman vs. Superman Wikipedia yeah, page? Yeah, it said
2: Carla Cagino plays a character named Keelar, and I was like, what? Look voice voiceful? Taylor? Okay, maybe, okay, that's why I don't remember her. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I was looking, I'm like, who the fuck was she in Batman vs. Superman? Yes, hmm, anyway. you were saying. Uh, the, what was it? Oh yeah, and, no, I watched the review episode from uh, Red Letter Media, where basically they go into, they actually break down it, because I saw the, mo- the, the miniseries movie when I was a kid, don't remember a thing of it. Um, remember, I remember it being very scary, which is not scary at all anymore. And, uh, well, I may mean, not major to me, but, um, but yeah, no, they go into how like the story about when they're adults, which is a story I don't remember at all from the movie, the original miniseries movie. And they're playing clips of this and you're just like, oh, that's why I don't remember. It's horrible. <laughs> it's really bad. John Ritter. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you say that you, you, you like it, but you don't, you don't really love it. Is that what you really you're saying about Uh, but yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's all right. It, it falls apart in the last 20 minutes for me. Mm-hmm. And makes all the things that it was trying to have as, like, sticking points become almost, a, like, a glossy candy, like, cotton candy ending for It gets everything. a little and it
0: lifetimey at the
1: end. Yeah, and I don't really like that. I don't like, like, a 15-minute, like, narration roundup. Everything turns out great, and then we see the monster in a completely, like, defanged setting. I don't, <gasps> I don't think that's what mm-hmm. this movie needed for an ending, but...
2: There's a monster in this movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, the guy with a pituitary gland issue. Pituitary yeah. gland You know well, And, fucks go, and God damn it, Stephen King, for marginalizing that community. <laughs> and not all man, dead corpse man <laughs> rapists. Yeah. Um, Thank God. Thieves.
2: Played by, and I don't remember the actor's name, actually, I'll look it up over here. Played by the actor uh, uh, most famously from Twin Peaks who played the giant, aka the fireman. Oh. Um, Do you watch Twin Peaks, Ryan? No.
0: Me neither. What's that? No, uh, you don't know watch Twin Peaks.
2: And he also was in uh, Adam's Family.
0: Oh, he played Lurch! Yeah, he played oh, Lurch. cool. That's happy. That's, I like that. I'm
2: sorry, all you dorks out there who don't know Twin Peaks as well. Yeah, he was in, he was in three of
0: them? There was a third one?
2: Adam's, Adam's Family, family Reunion? Reunion? Jinx.
0: Oh, yeah, there was a direct-to-video direct yeah. one. With Daryl Hannah. What? You know
2: what Did Jeff? you know about
0: this? There's a third direct video Adam's Family movie with Tim Curry as Gomez and Daryl Hannah as Morticia?
1: Who played uh, I did not know that
2: who played gomez in the 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 other film Raul Julia, really yeah,
0: oh who played Letitia? uh angelica Houston.
2: <laughs> okay, sure,
0: yeah I'm like what when <laughs> did this come out
2: uh anybody else uh the giant played lurch he was, I guess he was the only person returning Nicole
0: Fuguer Fugeriy as Wednesday who's that yeah uh-huh. Jujair. I I died. It's from nothing. Nobody. And um, Begley Juniors in it, as well as Haley Duff. So that gives you an idea of what time this movie came out. Listeners, put
2: down this podcast right now. Go see Adam's Family
0: Reunion, nineteen ninety eight.
1: Okay. I'm
0: a big fan of the second one.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, values. Yeah. Yeah, the first one I not as much, but.
0: One of my favorite lines in cinema history. Do you know what happens if my mom uses a fabric softener? I die. I die. <laughs> Oh, that makes me very happy. What was that? Huh? What Was that? Oh, it's a line in Adam's Family Values. I don't remember that. I don't yeah, understand. it's a great movie. Daniel, let's hop over to you. Um, how was your feelings on the Gerald games? Uh, I liked it quite
2: a bit. Um, Ryan is. I'm kind of. I'm on Ryan's side. Where like the. Um, I I I'm always kind of reticent about uh, spoiling everything. We, we can spoil things. right? Really. Yeah,
0: I think it's been, it's on Netflix. It's been out, and the book's been out for 24... Eight years, something like that. Yeah, well, basically for the list, for the listener's sake, if this movie is
2: a hundred minutes, basically like the movie itself was like eighty minutes, and then there's like a ten minute epilogue, which even then like the style of it, I'm not a huge fan of, like a, what like a, a character sitting down and saying like this is what happened, which sucks. Yeah. But which am I wrong? It probably works very well in book form. The other thing that that you didn't that you didn't mention that I was really, weirdly it brought up like a whole other movie that like cuz like um there is as as uh, as we said there is a quote unquote monster that like we're not too sure because Carla Cagino's character uh, Jess is going through is is suffering hallucinations like she starts talking to uh her her husband who's like all of a sudden alive and springing up and, yeah. like, and talking to her and also another version of herself um and and she imagines that she sees somebody like this this hulking giant person and like with like red eyes and such um and of course that's all from the book but like Basically after like after the movie with like the actual main movie itself ends we're still not too sure if the that is real or not real mm-hmm. like there's hints that it is real but like it's still completely nebulous and then and this happens in the book Though at the end, like after that, she finds out that there was like a, um, a, a, a like a serial killer, or in this case, like a a grave robber or something like that. Serial grave robber killer. Basically, someone who is a uh, what do you call it? it gets turned on by dead things. Necrophile. 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 Necrophilia is that a made-up word? No, necrophilia.
0: It's a real thing. Necrophiliac. I guess that must be a term I mean you're a pyromaniac You're a necrophiliac maybe You're just You're just crazy about Fucking dead people you fucking corpses But or, like, uh created kind of mm-hmm. necromantic at some point
2: But basically yeah So And it like, goes in like The history of that And that should have been Shorter like, it should have been... Like, it goes on for a, It goes on for a comedic amount of times. It, this is, like... I feel like something like this should be in, like, a Leslie Nielsen movie, where, like, at the mm-hmm. end, he goes, like, well, six months have passed, and he's just writing a letter, and he's just, like...
0: And, I sends it and he mails it to himself, and he gets <laughs> it right away. And he gets it right away, and at some point, he just, like, loses track
2: and goes, like, where was I? Mm-hmm. You know? And then... But yep. Like, it goes on for a while, and then it has, like, another scene at the end kind of tacked on, and I feel like you, you either could have shortened that... The, the letter scene... Or cut it out entirely and just open with, like, the stuff at the end because, like, I like the contextual clues as opposed to just spelling everything out. And I like the idea of, like, it movie ends and you just see her walking up to the thing and you hear, like, all the news uh, announcers saying it's, like, you know, like... And, like, having the, the judge basically rattle off all the things he's accused of. Yeah. That's enough. hmm You don't need anything else. But, like... And, like, she turns around and there's, like, the guy in broad daylight and just looks, like, like, a odd look Or a different-looking man and such. So uh, yeah. that's, that's, that's all you really needed. I don't know. It, it it thematically it made sense. It kind of really didn't need it to make it a better movie. I would have I, liked
1: the the movie better if it would have ended like after her car crashed and she says hi and passes out. Like if you were just credits there, that I would have liked this a lot I,
2: more. I would have. I would have. I think I would have liked that. Yeah. I'll, I'll I think
0: well. this movie. I don't. I have not read the book. I don't think anyone in this room has read the book. Mm-mm. So I wonder how much more they go into the sexual abuse angle in the book, especially at the end of it. I feel <laughs> that they're like. Not to not to bring any like 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 woke kind of or like any Me Too talk into it at all, uh-huh. but as a negative or as a positive. I mean it's, it's all. It's all negative. But how all dare you bring thing. up Me
2: Too in this room? Yes. My room. In this Trump room. There's Sorry, a, Ryan, your room a Trump room. I gotta
1: take off my red hat.
2: <laughs> Look at this over here. This this flag over here just says vote Trump and MAGA. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Ryan has MAGA tattooed somewhere. Yeah. Can you find it, listeners? It's on my penis. Yeah. Anyway, but I feel that maybe I I wonder I'd like to look at the book listeners if you know about if you read the book and you know all about this please message us right into us correct us if we're wrong, I feel like, I think there's a lot of stickiness in making this book now making this movie now than there would have been back in ninety two. There's a lot of, a lot of real talk about sexual abuse in it and also yeah. empowerment from women. I think I read a small portion of the book when I was a kid and I was like oh my god he but I think they did some small recontextualizing where uh, it's not the first time they're doing handcuff play. I think in the book, and she's done it a few times. And when she, when Gerald dies, he's actually almost making to like to rape her. It is that she's saying no, but he's doing it anyway. Which they 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 massage in this version to be more like like have a dramatic conversation about their marriage. Yeah. Uh, Which I, I think was a good change. I can totally see
2: King doing like in bless his heart like doing like this kind of like really deep unnerving yeah. kind of thing but like going a little more shocking
0: yeah I think also so. Gerald is like fat and unattractive in the book and in this he's like super he's ripped, super handsome Bruce, like <laughs> handsomest old man yeah, Bruce Greenwood
1: like, guy in his early 60s like just ripped
2: and cut yeah and like, God it looks damn. good he's a
0: handsome old dude you yeah. need to be a good employer for, for settling for that guy yeah.
2: It, yeah if you're if if you're a colleague of type, the one who oh, that sounds really weird especially what we're talking about Gabriel Go
0: ahead. What? I'm a Carl Gagino yes. Anyway, I, f- I think that it was almost he had to do it. I feel like that was a compromise almost. I-, I I wonder if Mike Flanagan, who made Oculus, which I think is an excellent horror film, and I am super, super critical of horror films. I feel like it might have been... that w- That would have almost been my impulse as well if I made this movie. Be like, I don't want the story to be about sexual abuse and I don't want it to be this 80s movie about how sexual abuse makes you stronger so there has to be this this angle on it that we're focused on the growth of Jess and it, that's how you had to tie that knot I still think that the ending thing goes way too long but I understand the impulse even if the execution isn't that fantastic uh- um, I think one of the reasons why the, the it makes letter... the movie less gross, but it also hurts the heart. Yeah, and I, we haven't really
2: talked too much about like the really gross stuff so far. Yeah. But um, but no, you're right. We're like this. The letter at the end, and even like that tagged on thing when she sees the the, the I'm just calling it the giant the giant in in, in court. Uh, man. Thematically, it makes sense. Like mm. in t- especially in terms of the, like the 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 angle on this being a story kind of like about. Dealing with like like buried trauma, for example, yeah, and it, it did a, I I feel it did a pretty good job with that. I, like, I actually it's, like it's...
0: that like that thing where it's his. It's she's facing him down, and it morphs into her father and Gerald before it comes back to being him again. Uh, just, I'm like, okay. Especially yeah, in terms of character it like, felt like a good visual way to do what you just spent
2: all this time narrating. Yeah. But yeah. It it uh it's it's it works though i mean it's it's not exactly subtle but like it's it's Mm -hmm. pretty great also like the relationship with uh uh gerald being like kind of like an echo of yeah but um i do want to say though um out of all the the flashback scenes the first one just kept going on way too long and like you're like the moment like you kind of get like that little thing about like uh like the tension between like like her father and the mother mm-hmm. and like like oh she's just too close to you and you just like and you know it's going to go ahead in that direction just like Nyeh. no i just totally, kept going and you're like Nyeh. totally intentional and just kept going and, it, and i'm like if, if that's
0: totally intentional it makes perfect sense you're supposed to be in her head remembering and not wanting to remember this nightmare that happened to her for real i i feel i feel that
2: you could have actually I mean in a, in a movie where you see her de-glove herself yes we'll get into that in a moment but I was going to say, like, I, I feel like in terms of, like, you could either, like, cut that out and just have it referred to, especially because, like, they they basically state what had happened. mm mm-hmm. um, That, like, you could almost cut that out. Or, but, like, I don't know. I just, it was just, it just I went th- on for a long time. and. Like, I
0: think Mike Flanagan can- might have aired a few times on not subtlety on deciding to spell something out that didn't need to be spelled out. I mean it's 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 a rookie mistake, but it's not that bad deal. Oh, well, yeah, I wouldn't call it a rookie. I think it was I think it it worked. Yep yeah, he it, had to sell the movie. It, it's
2: still classic. It's not like it, it's not like exploitive or like too gross, you yeah. know? Even right. though it is. But um
0: I dig it. But um let's go on to this other thing I want to discuss, the performances in general, mm-hmm. Ryan. You how did you feel about the? Por- I mean, this movie is. Yeah, everyone was solid, yeah, I believe. It's two actors in a room for almost the entirety of the movie.
1: It's solid. Everyone's believable. Everyone's good. Like it's not like you know Academy Award winning performances, but I mean it's perfectly serviceable to what the script demands of it. Mm. So, that's not really my feeling on it. It's, I, it's nothing crazy. I believe everything I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. It's still good. It's I, all right. Like I don't know. Solid B. <laughs>
2: <laughs> In terms of performances or overall. Overall. Okay. Hmm. Daniel, I, I would be a little more enthusiastic. I I the performances were great. Like, and I I feel like I I've seen a few like big blockbuster films, and I absolutely hate like seeing scenes where. And we'll probably I mean, we might even talk about this later on, right, uh-huh. maybe at the end. But we just saw Ant Man. Oh yeah. And like. All these summer blockbusters have, like, these really, uh, these things where, like, they have to film with, like, a million different sets for, like, one thing going on. So, like, the editing can be, like, really fast because that's just, like, the style. Uh, and I could talk about even, like, one scene in particular with anime and I was watching this and I'm like, it, no, it's funny if you had it, like, if you see the whole thing, you know. But, like, this, like, there's, like, this really fantastic scene. I, I'm losing what exactly I was talking about, but Bruce Greenwood. Bruce Greenwood. Greenwood. Um, is like le- is like laying into bed next to next to poor Carla mm-hmm. and uh, it is basically um, I forgot what they're talking about at the beginning but it begins with him basically saying it's like oh they're going to find you because yeah, you're going to do long, anything it's that long
0: wonderful shot I feel where it slowly the camera tilts to frame him and he just is going in this long monologue about how they're going to find their corpses and it's 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 eerie it's he's not being forceful.
2: He's not trying to scare her He's just like explaining like in a very warm way like what like these horrible things that are going to happen Yeah,
0: He's coaxing her to just die and, and that's her own brain saying that to her, which is pretty
2: cool And which yeah, which is the really fucking cool thing And also then he starts and again he starts saying that like cuz that you know that guy that was here last night mm-hmm. That's real and he's gonna come back. And again, like that's that's her brain. You're not sure if like it's a real thing or not real thing. Like that was really that was really solid stuff. And it's just like all long one take that you don't think about. And you're able to take in everything that's
0: saying what I'm not and.
2: Yeah, Carly Cagino is is so fucking good. Hey, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Cameron, what do you feel about the performances?
0: Um, I I, I think maybe like I'm in disagreement. If you want, I think this is a fucking fantastic movie. Except for I do agree that the end is a little bit weak. I think that you didn't need all that narration. But I think it's a movie. It's entirely these performances. There's not a lot of like jump scary kind of shit. There's like one in the whole movie, and it's. What was the jump scare? Oh, when she wakes up and it's the thing licking her feet. <laughs> to the, the dog. Oh, yeah, I crazy. think this movie is like if if. You could somehow turn this movie into a play. That would be awesome. I was thinking of that,
2: too. Um, for the first, like, uh, yeah, like the whole thing, it was just like, it's one You person. do
0: it with holograms. But anyway, I think it's... like I, I, I believed and liked both these characters, and it's a really tricky story. It's a really complex story about love and marriages and trauma and the abuses you go through. And I love a good story that takes place basically inside someone's head, and you add the added weight of... Horrible physical circumstances. I I was very very charmed. I think I like re- I, I really loved this movie. I was very very pleased. I tell you what though, just yeah, when Bruce you're... Greenwood. He's like I've never noticed him that much. I'm like there's Captain Pike. He's great. Oh, he's such a good Batman voice. And but this is the first time I'm like oh fuck, Bruce Greenwood's great.
2: Yeah, Bruce. Mm-hmm. I I've always loved Bruce Greenwood. Much um, manier. He was the he was the alien monster in Super Eight apparently. Oh. Um, well, they used his face, whatever, it's like, whatever, anyway. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, it, it, it's great. I really love the fact, I love a story about a couple airing out some really, like, like dirty, dirty, laundry. dirty laundry about themselves and, like, their sexual, uh, uh like, relationship with one another mm. after he's dead. Yeah. So, like, and yeah, no, that's it's, it's really
0: it's, good dialogue it's, performed exceptionally well by two underrated actors. And it's beautifully macabre at the same yeah, time. And dogs the dog's the head. eating him. The dog's eating him. She's watching him as a brain stents. Let's talk about the gross stuff. It's, it's the, the gloving in this sense. With one scene, you know, the whole movie's <laughs> building towards this scene. And it, 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 it sure does it. it you need, uh, Ryan, yeah. you like
2: violence and this, that kind of extreme violence. And no? Don't you like slasher movies? I like slasher
1: movies, but I wouldn't say like I'm... Yeah, you
0: know, Ryan doesn't like Martyrs right, or you anything. You're a sick fuck, Ryan. Ryan, do you want to start watching Martyrs?
1: Those Martyrs.
0: It's that movie that I did, um, that Alex Thompson, friend of the show, did for his My Valentine. It's a French extreme horror film. Ah,
2: uh, It's one sure. of the most
0: unpleasant things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, think of,
2: lovely. Think of
0: that term, French extreme. <laughs> French yeah. extreme horror. Mm.
1: I, I don't know, I'm not like a torture porn fan, I'm just watching like, just, like, I don't know, I like Slash Flicks, Tom Savini, cool, like, yeah. head cutting off shit, like, that's, I, I like the craftsmanship that goes into it. I think a, horror a should scene. be
0: fun, and if it's not fun, I'm not in.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, this isn't fun, it's not, it wasn't, the watching I don't know, oh, I mean, like, this isn't a horror film, this is a thriller about people. Gabriel! Uh, your time about Dick Loving. Uh, what do you time it? Does about someone take off? Dick the- Dick Loving. Yeah, Dick Loving. Oh, uh, I do love. I do love that movie starring uh, Michelle Williams and Kristen Dunst. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a good movie. Actually, it's Dick. a good movie. Have you seen it? No. It's a really funny movie about uh, Watergate. Oh okay. From it... the point of view of two teenage girls.
2: Yeah, and one of them, for some reason, is in love with Nixon. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's a, great, it's a great movie.
0: Gabriel, what are what? you talking about
2: gloving? Does someone take off their gloves? What are you talking about? What were the actual Well, the climax of the happens? film
0: is pretty amazing. Yes. Uh, Carla Gugino, she's on a horse, and she goes to the count who insulted her. She takes off her glove, slaps him in the face, and goes, you must accept my challenge. That's Huge a sword fight. Castle burns down. Kurosawa sucks.
2: The end. That, um truly climactic. Good job. Yeah.
0: Sorry, so um I... <laughs> Crow who's handcuffed to the bed. The whole movie she's handcuffed to the bed and it's amazing how not boring the movie is. You think this movie could get really boring really fast? I and expected it's just about it too, honestly. Yeah, really? Were, were you bored you bored?
1: No, I wasn't bored at all. I just from the description of it, like I expected it to be like a slow burn, boring kind of Contemplative movie.
0: Yeah, I could see this being a really boring, like a, a poor horror director and a poor writer would make this into this is really bummer of a girl, like trying different things and failing every time. Yeah. And it's, it's all about Jesse, it's all about her pain or trauma leading and also how she finds solutions that she wasn't even thinking of it's a cool depiction of of like just deep thought and how you like talk to yourself
1: mental fortitude
0: yes and finally her memories lead her back to shattering the water glass she has which has been which was the entire first act of this movie is getting that water glass and then she smashes a glass affixes a chunk of glass to the bit of the wood and slices her wrists and her hand wide open just enough blood so she could slick her way through the handcuff b- ripping off a large portion of her skin from her i was surprised she wasn't bleeding more to be honest and then i don't
1: think she needed to do that much
0: also yeah i guess in the hand while she was handcuffed circulation was low so I guess maybe she was almost like having a tourniquet to it. Plus she
2: was probably low in blood anyway. Maybe he's... you can
1: improve the circulation by just like... Gripping your a, hand. Gripping your hand, like getting some blood flowing in there. Like, sure. do that for 10 minutes, and then you just have to make like a little cut.
0: Yeah. That might have worked better. But do I still not, not support wrist cutting. Yes, unless no. Unless
2: you're trapped in a...
0: Unless, unless handcuffs. yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, unless that's the way to serve over it. Well, that's a weird yeah. way to say it, but yeah,
0: yeah. I thought I was it was gonna go more one hundred twenty seven hours, but then no, she just kind of like. I was worried she, it was
2: gonna go yeah. there.
0: Yeah. No, they they're very practical about how she <laughs> degloves de- gloves herself. De, de-, de-
2: gloving basically gave her all the medical term for basically saying that when you rip the skin off your hand. Literally like a glove, and that's what happens when she. Cause like also she had the like glass like all stuck in her hand, so yeah. when she when she uses the blood to kind of like like uh, slip her 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 hand through it just kind of like crunches and unfortunately tears away a good section of the skin off her hand. Yep. And it's really gross.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well
2: done. Well done,
0: Mike. Oh, well
2: done. That was very uncomfortable, but not too uncomfortable.
0: Oh, I thought I, it's, I...
1: yeah, it's it's gross to look at, but I don't know. The, like the it doesn't add the extra bullshit of sound to it mm-hmm. like like just a little like
0: Yep. That like um... made
1: it easier to watch, I guess.
0: I, I think this is a wonderful, small movie that could have been awful, and I don't think it could have been a lot more better than this. I, I can imagine in nearly any other director's hand it would have been too big or too small. And Mike Flanagan just, I think he really loved, he really desperately wanted to make this movie. And I think it shows. Yeah,
2: he he definitely seems like a huge fan of this book. Um, I have the uh, the Wikipedia open to the book, right? Wikipedia. Uh, a couple of things. First off, the de Gloving thing is explicitly something from the book. God Aye. bless you, Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Uh, second off, um, yeah, uh, as we said before, actually, I don't know if we said it on a recording. Uh, in, in the book, uh, the, the character called the Moonlight Man. Who's... In the movie, is the Moonlight Man. In the movie, is the Moonlight Man. He's, re- he's referred to as the Space Cowboy, after a line from Steve Miller's song, uh, The Joker. Gabriel, sing that song. I'm a joker,
0: I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight joker. What's the line with Space Cowboy?
1: Some people call me a space yeah,
0: cowboy. Yeah. Some people call me. Some people, some people call,
2: call me Maurice.
0: Maurice. Maurice.
2: <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. Uh, the voices in her head, though. Uh, voices in her head. Um, he's not anyone, and has only made a moonlight. Okay. Uh, voices in her head primarily are the good wife, A.K.A. Goody Burlingame, a puritanical That's version of Jessie, which is basically herself, but just like a puritanical version and uh, Ruth Neary, an old college friend, and Nora Callaghan, her ex-psychiatrist. So basically, yeah, they're like they're just like people that she knows throughout her life that she's talking to. Mm-hmm. Whereas the movie does a very, very brilliant thing by basically just having it being br- uh, both uh, general, Bruce Greenwood you know, most... and yeah
0: and Caragino. Gino. Yeah. Very, very clever, Mike. All right, gang, let's move on to our final tests. Ryan, I'm gonna add a sound effect to this because I like saying it so much. Sure. Ryan administer the tests. We'll
1: go with the bar test first. Okay. So you walk into a bar,
0: mm-hmm. see this movie's
1: playing. Mm-hmm. Sit down, order a drink, what are you drinking, and how you feel about this movie being on?
0: So, let's see. So I'm walking to a bar, and I see, I see the movie just starting, I'd be like, oh, fuck, yeah. And I'd probably, something about this makes me want to have, like, red wine, like or maybe like like a sangria if it's a hot day. Maybe like a mead. I want I want a rich red. Some okay. that kind of thing. Something like really nice and juicy about it. Something I can savor and just watch and swirl around while I watch this movie. High five the uh, the bartender and ask him if he's seen it before or what's his favorite king story. Daniel.
2: Uh, I want to order a virgin Shirley Temple. Of course you would. And Daniel's to, a monk. Try to order crabs sure. at the bar. Sure. Just like wherever this is, hopefully they should have crabs, and then demand that they be not beer battered.
0: Angrily flirt with
2: every woman. Angry flirt, just be like, "Hey babe, what's up?" And then the moment they go like they're not interested, so just yell the anyone. B and C word at them. There you go. Um, and then uh, and then get act like I'm way too drunk on two uh, Virgin Trillie temples. There you go. And then leave and crash the car on the way home.
0: Yeah, that was last week for you. Ryan,
2: what? Would Answer you... the question for real, goddammit. Really, I don't yeah. know. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I would. What would what would you pair with this movie? Yes, uh, I would pair just a nice like something like a um, like a Merlot, like a real like like swanky kind of thing where it's like this is a sexy dinner we're gonna have Merlot and like, Viagra, yeah. and Viagra, <laughs> just a just a nice meal of Snort Merlot and Viagra, Viagra mm-hmm. and shug a glass of Merlot. There yes. you go. That that's that's, that's Ryan's Friday. Night. That's the perfect thing. That, that that I would go for that. And yeah, yeah. And what do you say to the bartender after seeing the movies playing? I'd be like, i like, have you seen this movie?
1: <laughs> like not to. <till>. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ryan. Uh I don't know what I would play with this. I'd probably just go in, order like a single malt, and be like, oh, this is on. Cool. And just watch it. Not, not wait I, till
0: I, that um she crashes the car, then. And, then like, and then like
1: leave. <laughs> Pick that last bit back and be like, Cool, thanks. Haven't seen this in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your tip. Thank like you. It. Yeah.
0: Okay. And our second test. I'll let you administer that one. The Katie Catests. The Katie Cattests. That's... No, Cattests. Cattests. Daniel, would you recommend the film, Gerald's Game, talking about Mike Flanagan, to a burgeoning cinephile and or burgeoning filmmaker? Um, yeah. And then, what is your follow-up movie? I'm trying to follow up. Like, what would you watch with it? No, you'll afterwards be like, oh, did you you like it? Watch this next. I mean, you're not going to watch
2: it at the same time. Um I mean, how many eyes do you have? Uh <laughs> <laughs> one. Yeah, um uh, sorry man, that was really awkward. Yeah, and it was entirely your fault, but I don't blame you. Yeah. Um I told you cover your eyes. But uh I was kinda of going with a dick, Joe, forget it. Yeah. Um uh, no, no. Uh, specifically just anyone out, I feel weird just being like, watch this movie because it's pretty fucking harsh. Um and and it goes it gets very, very real. But I think like it's it's not yeah, I I think it, it's it's very I would compare this to, like, Joyce Carol Oates, where it, yeah. it, it goes, it's psychologically sound. It's not, like, I imagine the King story, and I don't want to give King too much credit, because King's a classy, can be classy. Yeah. Dude, um, so, like, maybe it actually is this psychologically complex and kind of, like, real and, for lack of a better term, fair. Sure. Um... But like. story is always very balanced. But yes, but so like I think it definitely is fine, despite that's pretty dark. There's a book out that I really it was like one of the, the coolest books I read last year called The Child Finder. Well, oh, I have a copy of that. Yes, you do. Is it my copy? No, I bought it. Okay. On recommendation. That's right. Okay, um, that's really good, and that goes to some really dark places. But it's something that I recommended to my dad's wife, even though it, it's like it's it goes to some pretty fucking dark places. The, but your like, dad's
0: wife is watches more movies than I do. Yes, probably. Yeah, um, this guy's always pretty cool, Wendy. If you're listening, how you doing? Hey. <laughs> and so,
2: like, so, like, like in the same way that I am comfortable recommending that, I would be comfortable recommending this, even though this is a little more partial by that's That's oh. not true at all. Um, and your follow up. Uh follow up. I have no idea. Can you come back to me? I don't know what my follow up would be. All right, Ryan. I would recommend this. I'm um, little
0: Katie Contests. I would rec- I'm like, hey Ryan,
1: how you doing? So here's what I recommend. It's it's recommended with something else so the, mm-hmm. as you follow up I would recommend this and Misery together as a double feature oh that's feature. a good call uh, just so you can see what two different time periods and two different directors do with a similar like thematic length mm-hmm. of uh, people trapped and isolated okay so I like that that's how i view that
0: it. is a very good call Daniel back
2: to you uh, also at Yeah, in the book, um, that scene at the end with the, with the, in the courtyard, that was, uh, from the book. He actually goes up, he, she, she approaches him in court, and he exclaims the things that he had said to her in their time together, so.
0: Great. yeah. And
2: your follow-up? And my
0: follow-up. Gabriel, what would you uh, what would you recommend? Very Gabriel? nice. Would well you recommend this? Um, let's see. Um I would actively recommend this for a small bottle movie almost, because just something really fantastic. Um afterwards, I think i the lesson I'd want someone to take away from this is violence mixed with psychological stakes and with what your characters really feel. Maybe maybe I'd go something like a history of violence? Or maybe go, uh, go Eastern Promises Okay. for something gory, but all about character and all about emotions. Uh, also, I want to say, like,
2: yeah, definitely check out seeing a History of Violence game, because every time I see it again, I just realize, oh, that's right, I don't really like History of Violence that much
0: anymore. I remember liking it less than myself, but it's yeah, been a little d- while. Definitely check it out it's been a little it's while. It's been a little while, is it not... All right. Um, we're, wonder- running low, we're, we're running short on time, because Ryan isn't to going to work. Um, we'll be right back with our next segment. Danny, you, your other voice is going to play anyway. Hang on.
2: Hey everybody, my name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies too, but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like
0: reading? Hate it. I've always hated it.
2: Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh Uh-oh. The Sith. Because, yep, uh, basically, uh... The Emperor Palpatine was
0: Napoleon
2: <laughs> Blackwater.
0: Oh my god, this this book is so Painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know what that's like. And surely you were
0: in a car that landed in black water. Yeah,
2: I, dude, I know, I fucking killed a You one fought? Like,
0: uh... <laughs> you, oh, okay, never mind. Alongside. Um,
2: do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read The Giver? You work in a bookstore? And and I and I was like really. Really close to just snapping and just going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host, Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right?
0: On-air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit gone girl <laughs> possess?
2: Then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No, but our one <laughs> run-in with the police.
0: I took a breath to start. I'm like, no.
2: <laughs> no, no, not going nope. that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just, we're just milk-chugging right-wingers, though. <laughs> milk-chugging. And books into the water. Pledged. barrel to arms. The magicians. Wise Ethan. From. An object of beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence, the hot-ass, top-gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area. And then go ahead and give slow readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out, Slow Readers comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio.
1: Hello and welcome back everyone. I'm still Ryan. Right. You're still I'm still Gabriel. And you're still Daniel. Hey. So Native Moonlight, I
0: should have said. Yes. moonlight. <laughs> I'm so, Space Cowboy.
1: Gabriel, what have you been watching lately?
0: Oh gosh. Oh gosh, Ryan. Oh, gosh. You know I had an answer for this a minute ago? Um, let's see. I, I think I saw more things last week, but we didn't get to it. Um, we were talking with Jay Overdorf. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the Mr. Rogers documentary, which was lovely. I was a little underwhelmed, to be perfectly honest, but I thought it was lovely. Oh, we have something to talk about. Oh, we I just know. saw something in theaters. Yeah, hold on. And then uh, I'll leave that for you. Okay. And then uh, I saw Coco, finally, which I thought was really, really great. James Earl
2: Jones' character is from uh, Heretic the Exorcist 2.
0: What? Go on. That's
2: his name, Coco. And, oh, and Exorcist 2. Fantastic. Jones was in that. Fan- okay. <laughs> um, I saw
0: that. I, I thought it was really great. I can't wait to see it again, but this time in Spanish because it is oh. adorable. If you guys like Pixar, it's a very good Pixar movie and I thought it was fantastic. Ryan, what have you seen lately?
1: Uh, I watched Ed Wood for the first time. Yeah. Hey. Talk about that a bit. Really, really enjoyed that. Uh, I was reading some reviews of it last night and I came I kind of landed on something uh, somebody was bitching about uh, Sir Jessica Parker's performance in the movie mm-hmm. as being like too over the top and as I was in like rethinking about it I was like well uh, Tim Burton was essentially direct tried to direct an Ed Wood movie about yes. Ed Wood mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people missed the point on that so that's like, why you see like so many like weird Slightly over the top performances and kind of cheeky like mannerisms, mm-hmm. uh, but overall I've really, really Landau
0: deserved the fuck out of that Oscar. Yeah,
1: that was great.
0: Yeah, it's a he. It's a beautiful performance. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the real Bela Lugosi didn't really curse much.
1: Yeah, that's what I. I and especially not in front of women. That's yeah. sort of thing.
0: But you know he was he was like a, a real Valentino type. Yeah. But. Yeah, um, Edward's wonderful.
1: Yeah, it's great. Still
0: have not seen it, even though I should. Yeah, it's, I think you'd really love it.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's up there with uh, Tim Burton movies that I enjoy. Mm. Mars well, it's Attacks. Earlier Tim Burton, I suppose. Yeah,
2: before
0: like Mars Attacks. A
1: little too pretentious for my taste. Anyway, um, I watched the first two episodes of Lost in Space on How Netflix. That? Oh, that's a thing.
2: Um, that's a thing.
1: It's alright. So far, I was watching it uh, on my in-laws TV, and they have one of those TVs that make everything look live. Oh. And I hate that because I like my movies and TV shows to look like movies and TV shows. Yeah, you're a VHS guy. So it kind of, like, it made the set design look cheesy. That's too bad. So I I really want to watch it on my, like, shittier TV Mm -hmm. that doesn't do that. And I think I'd enjoy it more.
0: Right, you should watch the Americans with your wife. Oh. Me and me and me and the professor are still ch- chugging through it. Man, so he good. told me it's it takes, really
1: takes us good. forever to finish shit. So I'm do- like, That's when you're fair. like seven seasons, I'm like, oh my yeah, god, it'll but, take no, I mean, forever. it's
0: so breezy. Yeah. That's why I have a hard because
2: he's been he's been me <laughs> about it like for a while now, and I'm just like. It's like seven seven seasons, hour-long dramas. I'm sure it's going to be great. 13 but episodes, yeah.
0: though. At least it's not like, like a WB thing. to like 26 episodes. 13 hours, though. Yeah, yeah but oh, they're For 43 season. minutes. They're, they're, I think it's absolutely worth it, though. I, I haven't would... been this gripped on a show since, like, fucking Breaking Bad. Yeah. I, I
1: really dig the, like, eight-episode season format. Oh, so I agree. am really big on that. Um like... the other thing? Oh, and I've been re-watching uh, Last Jedi, actually, and mm. reapproaching my thoughts on it.
0: Um. I... I was let's, originally
1: very cold on it, and now I'm very in the warmer waters.
0: Um. Let's save that for another episode because I think yeah. that's an entire box to unpack. Yeah, it is. And I'll rewatch so I, it and, with I'm,
1: you. and I'm still like, I'm rewatching it like a third time just to try and like pick yeah. up on things. And like, it's definitely a movie that I think rewards repeat viewings as opposed to my original thought on it.
0: So. Yeah. Some of those monsters with their, with their titties.
2: Yeah, anyway, sure. Daniel, what have you been watching lately? Oh, that's right. That was an actual thing that happened on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned an SR. I've been watching and falling asleep to What's SR? Uh, Ken Burns' The Vietnam War. What? What's SR? What? What's SR? SR? Oh, slow sorry. Uh, I, di- I didn't know, I realized realize it called it SR. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, no, I've been wa- I I fell asleep watching the Vietnam War by Ken Burns, the great documentarian, um, which is now on Netflix. So hey. everyone out there, if you have like a basically the, it's probably longer than a single season of the Americans. I think it's longer than two seasons of the Americans. It is. I mean, like eight episodes are almost two hours long. So, yeah. but uh, however, it's a fucking Ken Burns fucking digging into like history yeah. for it. Like, it's like
0: Marvel. reading a Russian or a textbook. You're gonna get a lot out of it. It just takes a lot of time. It's just, it's just fucking long. Um, and then what did you and I see? Uh, you and me, we
2: saw Ant Man and the Wasp. We sure did. The new Marvel movie. Ryan, have you seen it yet? Have you no, seen not it? Yeah. Yeah, you've been I, really busy. Yeah. Do you want to see it?
1: Uh, I, I feel an obligation to see it.
2: Mm. Well, you're not, so very not interested in seeing it? I I, I mean like how about this you sounded like well I guess I have to like do you want to see it are you are you interested in seeing
1: it I'm interested in seeing it and for the effect of like completion completion okay yeah like the first Ant-Man I didn't really like like all that much like it was just fine um and I'm experiencing a bit of superhero fatigue as it is oh you are that's yeah that's fair I think I mentioned that last time like Deadpool 2 was the one where I was like oh god damn it yeah so, so I'm, I'm trying right. to find things That are new and refreshing About these things But I'm just like It's also like, when I, it's like when I stopped reading like Regular movie. comics And I switched to reading Like Vertigo Like Where? I wish there was some like
0: Stick with us champ Yeah,
1: yeah I'm looking for something else so.
0: Some of the Criterion
2: sales Still going on I was going to say I never watch anything with uh, Yeah go see Heaven's Gate It's a good one Don't see Heaven's Gate a, See Heaven's Gate It's a historically uh, Important film It's the one of it is. the most Historically important films Ever made yeah, that's not a, that's not an exaggeration. Don't or look at me when you're
0: saying that. Tell him you're I'm saying I'm staring that. Staring at you. I know these so, things. I've known you for twenty years. How was Ant Man and
2: the Wasp? Ant Man and the Wasp.
0: I actually loved it. it okay. It's Like I am very, I, I you know I was almost angrier than lukewarm at the first one, and this one d- takes everything good about the first one and doubles it, and with none of the drawbacks. Okay. It's I really really enjoyed it. Um, it's probably going to be in like the top half of them for me. Like out of like the seventeen, Marvel movies there are twenty. I think there's I just twenty now. This yeah, In no, it fucking seem shit. Like not many, the top but, half. Yeah. I I, it was funnier, faster, better action, better villain, all around. I thought it was just a very very good movie. All right, fair uh, enough. And uh, Ryan, what you said about like the first one,
2: where you're like you like liked it, but you just kind of found it forgettable. Yeah. It's it's like that, but it's like twice as good. you all know? Right. Where it, it's. I really like it. It's
0: after weeks rather than days.
2: You're, it takes longer to treat it like, yeah, curse. cares? Um, but uh, it, I feel like it still had the same problems that the first one did, which is really, again, like, I know me and Gabriel complete opposite ends of this. Yeah. I think the weakest thing about it are Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lily. I think they're oh. great. There, there's one moment when Paul Rudd is able to just be like 100% like, like comedian and like and it's it's absolutely amazing. I don't yeah, that's want I spoil it. But it's, it's really, it, like, this is like, oh, fuck, yeah, Paul Rudd, this is why we need him. But, like, overall, I feel he's, I, I still feel like he's a weird fit. And Evangeline Lilly, I feel, is playing too much of, like, a vanilla too much a straight, straight man kind of person. Okay. I, I like Evangeline Lilly, but, like, she's a little too... There's not, she doesn't bring anything yeah. to the thing. The best things about it were fucking... Uh, Walton uh, Goggins. No, not even. I felt like, I, I described it before, like, oh, Walton well, Goggins showed up and got paid. Yep. But the uh, best thing about it were Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Okay. Michelle Pfeiffer like needed to do more in that yeah, movie yeah but... was,
0: I was, I, I, like a tiny spoiler I wish she was in more of the movie she um I
2: feel like a lot of her character is about setting up like the next one yeah so like that's why I'm fine with it mm-hmm. I, I'm hoping that's the case but other than that like she needed to be in yeah. more but like e- everything about her is just like oh
0: fantastic no, that was pretty great um, Ryan I think you will like it more than I think bad Marvels anyway, but I really, really enjoyed it. I, I I, want to see it again. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, you know, I didn't, I didn't even see Ragnarok twice. I actually want um, to see this one again. Uh, I would say, well, it's going to be on Netflix at some point? Catch it Yeah, I mean, I'm like, if I sure. have... Spare
2: I'll
1: probably catch it in theaters just so I can continue saying I've seen every Marvel movie in theaters.
0: Let me know if you're going during a weekday and I might able to join you. Okay. Um. Okay, so that's what we saw on Speak. Let's go on to our last little bit of business. Ooh. Um, Ryan, what's next week for us? Um, are we still in the format? Because this was... I think we agree this is a sex pick.
1: Yeah, this could be a sex pick. So we can. You want to just continue format and push off this for a little bit, or you want to start?
0: Um, I don't know. I think we're discussing that. I was thinking that we'd, we'll just do a quick, like, cleanup kind of thing. We'll do ones we want to do about playing the game. Like, so for tomorrow, for next week, um, I want to show you Goon, which is okay. a great violence pick. Or we can pick a violence pick that we've been meaning to do that we, we flipped a coin and didn't get it. Yeah. Um, and then for. Punk Rock will find something fun and random, and then we'll go on to our marathon. Okay. Fair enough. We can do that. So, Ryan, you've officially named the marathon. What is it called?
1: The 86 list.
0: 86 list.
1: There are not 86 movies.
0: No. None Um, of them are also made in
1: 1986.
2: No. Uh, I I would have laughed if you had changed at the last second to the Ryan Snyder list. The Ryan (laughs) Snyder (laughs) memorial list. That's my pick.
1: Um, So I'm going to run down all these movies that we're going to do, and there are eight of them. Um,
2: that's eight weeks.
1: That's eight weeks. Of that's movies. summer. So, your movies are. Mm. Uh, we're not going to be doing these in any particular order. No. It's just my other list. Availability. Uh, Chef, Waiting, Burnt, Slam and Salmon, Cocktail, Ratatouille, Jiro Dreams of Sushi, our first documentary. Have
0: yeah, fun. Ooh. And
1: uh, Five Year Engagement. Round out the list.
0: Um, the ones that are taken: Cocktail, Chef. Waiting. Five-Year Engagement. I think that's it, right?
2: I
1: believe so.
0: Oh, good. The
2: three that I was thinking were uh, were taken. Uh, Dude, I, I think it'd be great for Jiro or Ratatouille if you want. Jiro Ratatouille, and also burnt because I think I'm not going to like it, but I would love to see it.
1: I haven't seen it either, so. Mm. I've, Apparently I've... Dave
0: Chang, not a fan. Really?
1: Yeah. I've heard, um, the only people I've heard positive reviews from are chefs.
0: Yes. And me. So, positive uh, reviews? Uh,
2: wait, positive reviews for, uh, for uh, Burt? really? The chefs like it?
1: That I the ones that I know
2: Okay. I yeah, it. I
0: think it's a very accurate presentation.
2: Um, and I've already seen a Geo Dreams Association. That's a that's a documentary that I'm surprised that you also haven't seen.
0: I've seen like ninety-eight percent of it. That's like
2: all of it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, okay. okay.
1: So
0: you've seen it. Yeah, it's great. Alright, gang. Um, do some plugging now. Uh
2: you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TopGon Radio. You can also check over, slide over your DMs to Slow Readers, the other Top Gallant podcast. Where we talk about books. Yeah. We talk about reading. Yard. Uh
0: hopefully we will be wrapping up our Stephen King. Speaking of which, The Outsider, this is a It was, was supposed to be a crossover week, but then time did not line up for us. Um Ryan, at some point, um so I, I pass you off Ryan I'm Daniel's copy of The Outsider. When you're finished the book, we'll record a message from you to play during slow readers. Okay. Yes. Totally doable. Yeah. Well I, mean, I mean pick it up like when you're like Falling asleep. It's a great read. Right. I'm really really into it.
2: And uh, buy my book, the uh, the the Shadow from the Deep.
0: Yeah. Uh, which is
2: available on Amazon Kindle, of course, as always. Uh, and uh, don't. Your f- new thing, Awaken My Love. Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. Correct. Uh, it's not out yet, but um, but no. Uh, also, I want to point out, leave. Uh, you know what? Uh, all you people who subscribe to the show, leave a review for it. Sex and yeah. violence. People love it. They You love it. You tell people that you love it, and also tell people you love slow readers. Mm. The fast mm. literature podcast. Agreed. Right. I yeah.
0: it. Um, listeners, please check out that thing you just mentioned. Slow readers. It's all over the Stitcher as well as the thing. Give us reviews. Um, besides that, follow me and this show on Instagram. The show is Sex and Violence Pod. Write us an email: at sexandviolencepod@gmail.com. Follow me personally: Baby Mara Five A's uh i'm putting together my cocktail business thing so eventually maramixology.com will be a thing right?
1: uh you can find me on instagram at tango Lake cash uh for pictures of cocktails and food and my cat and me uh, you can also find me at the bookstore speakeasy every weekend sling and gin endorse and sin come on in
0: love it tip me
1: uh, you can also follow my food truck, uh, Brogie's Food Truck. Uh, yeah. Just type that in, you'll find it. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, pictures of amazing, delicious Dutch food will be open starting uh, Music Fest, uh, which is in beautiful, historic Bethlehem. Um, more details to come on where exactly you can find me, but for that'll be the grand opening.
0: Bethlehem.
1: Yes, Bethlehem. I'm sorry. I'm,
0: I live here, <laughs> your so it's local. Bethlehem. 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 Yeah. Like Bethlehem. Bethlehem? Yeah. Like you your go. man Trump,
2: he loves saying that word. You ever hear Bethlehem. him say that? He just goes like, it'll be like Bethlehem. Gross.
0: It'll Shit. be like, you gotta do the Tyrannosaurus arms. Gross. Alright, everyone. Uh, Daniel, thanks for being on the show. Bethlehem. You fuck. Um, See mine. you next
1: week See for you. violence. For
0: some violence. Alright, guys. Review us. See
2: Bye. You. This has been a Top Count Radio production. Executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasting content, go to topcountradio.com.